Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. And so are these fans. It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. The Red Sox are world champions. Boston organization has been well run for a long time now. From the top on down, here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series! Time to win the final tonight! And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. The Red Sox have won the World Championship. The Boston Red Sox beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-1. They win the World Series four games to one. And the Red Sox become the first team in the 21st century with four world championships. Can you believe it? Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Pesky Podcast. I am your host, The Rit. With me is our head writer, Mr. George Sutherland. George, what's been going on? I am so hoping that the wife is happy with you. <laughs> Very much so. No, we had a we had a great little uh, uh, mini vacation. Uh, got a chance to go up down east. Uh, for those not familiar, uh, that's up coast in Maine, uh, called the Bold Coast, and we stayed in a little town called Machias. Uh, very nice place. Uh, it was nice. Kind of retraced a little bit of our honeymoon steps we went through there when we got married. So uh, that was really nice. And we had, you know, just had a chance to kind of relax and, you know, not have to go do anything, which was always a nice thing to do. So, and she's, so I would say she's very happy with me. Oh, well, I'm glad that. Uh, Happy wife, happy life. Uh, I also uh, just just got back from a little small, like, day and a half vacation, went to the beach with the family, Uh, got a little... I see red all over, but uh, and it's speaking of something, uh, let's talk about a color first better than red, and it's just like the shirt I'm wearing the yellow, silly, uh, the the, the yellow uh, city connect jerseys, man. Like, why do we ever take them off? Like, why? I I mean initially those weren't those supposed to be for special occasions, um, you know. And yeah, then whatever. They, they drag the them out, but the new special occasion is anytime we need a win. <laughs> Man, ball players are superstitious. They are they are incredibly superstitious. And Illustrate, um, if you think it works, it works. Um, you know, remembering that quote from Bull Durham about not messing with a streak would clean that one up. But you know. Uh, they, the record shows for itself that when they play with the jerseys, they, they seem to do better. Um, it has nothing to do with the game. It has everything to do with their mental mindset. So, um, yeah, if the equipment manager wants to roll those out for the rest of the season at home, I'm okay with it. And as long as MLB doesn't kill, doesn't really complain, why not? Yeah. So let's sit there and see over the last week we went 
six and two. Six and two, yeah. You know, so it's not too bad. Uh, we wore the City Connect jerseys for most of the, most of the time. Uh, as soon as we went on the road to D.C., no pun intended, uh, <laughs> we decided not to wear them. But we kept rolling. We won last night uh, 5-4. And, man, it's just – it's like you said. It's, it's a mindset you got to get in. And as soon as they put on those City Connect jerseys, it's like they're a completely different team. I think, you know, we should sit there and wear them – till the end of the season because uh george looking at this uh the remaining uh as of what was august 14th as of monday Mm -hmm. after the national series we got 44 games left right okay seven against houston seven against baltimore seven against the yankees five against tampa three against the dodgers Three against Toronto, three against Texas, three against Kansas City, three more against the Nationals, and three against the White Sox. So, looking that at the schedule. That is a tough schedule, schedule my friend. Yes. Looking at the schedule, the White Sox should be should be good overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nationals, we should we should be good with them. Kansas City could we've go got to play way. better than we did. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've got to play better than we did back at home. Um, I, you know, we're probably going to talk about it a little later, but they're they're a different team right now. So, yeah, uh, three against Toronto. That could go either yeah. way. But you know, we've already tore them up in the the first couple meetings. But the last time we played them, they, they swept us. The yep. You know. So the Dodgers are coming to town and that's just going to be, hopefully the emotions don't go, don't overboard the, our seriousness that we need to take because the Dodgers come to town uh, next weekend. And of course we've got JD coming back. Mookie's coming back. Uh, Brazier, Joe Kelly, you know, we, we got half the freaking, our, our 2018 team over there. Kike. You know, Kike. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is where I think Turner is going to play a big role. Um, you know, being the the sage veteran that he is. And for that, sake, and for that case, Martin as well. You know, hey, guys, mm-hmm. they're just another baseball team. Yeah, you got, the, you got friends here. You got friends all over the league. We're going to game for us to continue to play and play well. We have an objective in line. They're just another team we have to go through. I, I think that's Turner's leadership will probably come to the fore at that point. So yeah, seven against the Yankees, and well, they're not the Yankees we were used to. Like, so uh, the big ones, I think, of the last forty-four is the seven against Baltimore mm-hmm. and the seven against Houston. Uh, the the three against Texas is also. It's a small series, you know, three-game sample size. But what those 17 games could make or break us overall. Right. That That's that's about as well put as you can. Um, there's 
if you looked at it and said, okay, they could probably go 500 the rest of the way, you got to make some hay against these guys. Okay. Exactly. Particularly, particularly Baltimore. Okay. I mean, you know, you got to give them the respect that they deserve. They are a hungry, talented young team and they will rip you apart. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this is, this is a much different team, uh, than, you know, even three weeks ago. And you can, you can kind of see it in how they're handling themselves right now. So I, I think you're going to see a better version of the Red Sox against the better teams. Well, the bo- the boys are back. Yep. So since the last time we had a podcast, Trevor Story came back. Chris Sale came back. Whitlock came back. And on Monday, Tanner Houck's wow. coming back. Right. So looking at that, uh, Houck today, four innings pitch, one hit, no runs, no earned runs, no walks, four Ks. So Works for me. I like that. Uh, Chris Sale has looked really good coming back. And that is that is really impressive considering, you know, no one knew exactly what his role was going to be. Uh, Whitlock, right to the bullpen. And let's talk about that bullpen right now, George. That bullpen we have top five in, in baseball. Uh, they could sit there and mix and match like you sit there and, and you and I were talking about earlier. Uh, our bullpen now consists of guys where AC can mix and match and extend and contract anytime. Going from the back, you got Jan, uh, Kenley Jansen. Mm-hmm. Like last night, Wink took the eight, Martin took the seventh, flip flop the roll, same results, loved it. Throw Martin in the ninth if Jansen can't go. He's demonstrated he's done that as well. Yeah, again, and, and Chris and uh, and Martin, Martin's given up one run since what was it in his June, last uh, how, June seventh, June ninth, something like that. Or eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's locked in. He is, so, and you you can see that too, just to how he goes out and, and handles himself. You know, he's he's all, he's all business, and you can see the mind turning, and he's just like, "Yep, I'm going to take care of this guy right now." You know, there's a confidence yeah. there which, that just he just goes out, out there and does his job. So, uh, looking at the the rotation once Hal comes back, George, what are you thinking uh, they're going to be doing with Pavetta? Pavetta has been able. He's he stepped up. He's took the the starting roles last night. He struggled a little bit. He did. Uh, his slide his slider was off last night. Uh, I think they stick him in as the number five. I think moving forward, your rotation is Sale, Paxton, Bayo, Hauk, and Pavetta. Okay, Pavetta is your number five starter is not a bad option. You know, mm-hmm. I've been a huge. You know, I've been a huge Pavetta fan. Okay. The man does what he's supposed to do. He goes out there. You send him out there every five days, he'll do it. He was not pitching well when they sent him to the bullpen. He rediscovered himself, okay? They were talking about it last night in the broadcast. He was always a good north-south pitcher. Now, with the slider, it's going a little bit east-west, okay? So the batter can't really guess right when it's coming. So that makes him more effective. 
Um, he didn't have a great feel for the slider last night, and you know that that happens. But going the, his previous what twenty outings, uh, yeah, you know, he's been he's he's been extraordinarily effective. And you know he's you know part of his new deal is he's coming out of the bullpen if he's going to start. You know that's like hey listen I found success again. Baseball players are creatures of habit. Okay, he thinks you know it probably has nothing to do with it. You probably sit in the dugout and come out and do the same thing. But he believes it makes him better. So by all means, come on out of the bullpen, big guy. Yeah, uh, Schreiber picked up the win last night. Schreiber as as a nice you know three oh eight ERA. Yep. So it's like, man, overall, uh, Pavetta for the season now, a 4.34, he's eight and six. Eight and six. You know, That's fine. For a four, for yeah. a four or five starter, absolutely. So, so, so you're thinking they're going to put Cutter, uh, Crawford back in the bullpen then? Yeah, I do, uh, for a number of reasons. Um, he has looked a little tired the last couple of times out. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's not as sharp as he was. Um, you know, I, I, I did some, I, I did some digging this afternoon and so far for 2023 Crawford is <sighs> 23. He's got 90 innings pitched in the bigs this year. His all-time high was in 2018. We had 143. So he hasn't done that in five years. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know, remember at the beginning of the season, he was your long guy with Winkowski, you know, uh, and, and did a phenomenal job. But you know, he's been bounced in and out. He seems to have trouble getting from inning past inning four to inning five a lot, like we saw in the beginning of the year with Tanner Houck. So mm-hmm. um, he hasn't crossed that. I think you take the pressure off of him, stick him back in a role he's very comfortable with, okay? And, you know, you suddenly have, at that point, you know, we talked about roles, okay? At that point, if you look at your long guys, all right, you have Whitlock, Crawford, and Murphy, okay? Don't forget Winkowski. Well, I think think what you're going to see with Winkowski is – Winkowski, if you absolutely need him, will go long. But he's demonstrated that if you know if you give him an inning and tell him to go out there and fire bullets, you know he's he's got his velocity up to 97, 98, 99. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think they want to try to to harness that into a weapon in the late innings. He can't he can't do the job long. Okay, so you have a very nice problem right there. And you bring you know if somebody falters, okay, if Sale doesn't have a good game or Paxton or Bale or one of those guys. You know what? You know you've got three. You got three or four guys you can go to and say, "Hey, go take the hill and take and take care of business." Okay. Yeah. And they've done away with the opener, which suddenly makes guys like Bernardino, Shriver, and Murphy a lot more consistent and effective in the pen. The guy who loses yeah. in all of this is Jovera, the kid they picked up from the Giants. Uh, I think he's probably. I don't think he has any options left, so I think he's probably DFA. When Hulk shows up on Monday, um, I mean, I like his slider, but he hasn't really done anything since he got here. And if he accepts, you know, if they pass waivers and he accepts an assignment, you know, he can go work on his craft down in Worcester. So, yep. No, uh, you know, our bullpen. Can Can you remember the last time the Red Sox had a bullpen as good as as what we have right now? 
2003, 2004. You know, and and that's a while. Like everybody wants to sit there and crucify Heimblum, but he's put together on paper a feasible bullpen for us. Do, do we need one, maybe one, maybe two legitimate starters? Yeah. I, what's this off season? Sure. You know, but the bullpen is solid. That way, any of our starters could sit there and, hey, they can even even interchange. Sale Sale needs a couple more days off. Okay, move him to the bullpen, skip his rotation, and we can sit there and throw uh, Cutter Crawford in the start. You know, right. uh, you, you can throw uh, Whitlock out. I would love, like, I talked about this with DC. I'm not sure if you were on there or not. I personally would love sale go three innings, you know, and then bring Whitlock in for three innings. Man, mm-hmm. th- that slider from the left, then all of a sudden you, that slider is coming from the right. You know, how, how do you adjust from that, like, so, like, like quickly, you know? Oh, you don't. And then, you know, uh, you know, Winkowski, Martin, and Jansen to really mess yeah. you up at the end. I mean, good heavens, you know, you're going to go away talking to yourself. Um, they've got, for, for once, AC has a full deck of cards to play with out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if the health issues go away, okay, and th- there's a cloud that's going to hang over, you know, sail. And Whitlock, um, you know, because of their history of injury lately. Okay. If they can stay healthy down the stretch. Yeah, this is a very good pitching staff. And, and congratulations to Heim Bloom. You know, we talked about it at least five or six times already this season. He set out at the back end of the bullpen to make it work by signing Martin and Jansen. Okay. A good setup guy and an established closer. You know, we were waiting for Schreiber to get back. He's back. Winkowski looks like he can be the guy that, you know, he can be the, the Swiss Army knife out there. You know, mm-hmm. long, short. I'm, I'm really impressed with what he did last night. You know, coming yeah. from an inning and just throw darts, right? Um, you know, he, he now AC's got a bullpen out there. And it's not mess, and it's not like the continuing shuttle ride from Worcester to Boston, you know, to that extent, congratulations to Heim for having, you know, the bus ready and have enough arms out there to keep feeding feeding the team when, you know, for all practical purposes, you know, there was nothing out there. So, you know, as much as people want to dump on him, you know, depth depth is important, you know, and that's what AAA is for. Keep your, Mm -hmm. you know, keep your big league, you know, disaster ready you know it's a disaster recovery plan your talents in the in double a but your 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 backup is a triple a and he's done a pretty good job well what do you think about that uh they called up kyle uh barclow barclow yeah yeah well well, what did you think about him he came in shut shut everybody down i thought he pitched exceptionally well um he's got some major league experience um you know, another one of the low-risk, high-reward pickups that Haim is famous for, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they worked on some stuff, you know, down there as, 
uh, the pitching gurus and within the front office and you know coaching staffs say, hey, look, I see my, I see what this kid has got a problem with, or you know maybe if we have him do this or we have him do that. Um, and he's, you know, he's, you know, and the other thing is when they bring guys in, they, they want to make sure they have open minds and then, you know, they're not like, well, this is how I've always done it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he looked good. I'd like to see more of him. I think he will if, you know, the situation presents itself, but yeah, he acquitted himself very well the other day. I was very happy to see that. Man, I, I loved how finally, finally the broadcast team last night made reference to Winkowski looking like goose. Oh, that was so like, that was so good, wasn't like, it? <laughs> I've been saying for how long now? I'm like, talk to me, Goose. You know, yep. I I, oh. I sit there and uh, I went and uh, threw out a t-shirt design to oh, uh, to our newest addition. That's going. She's going to show up on Sunday to make yeah. her debut with us. Uh, but it, it's going to be a, a talk to me wink. You know, w- w- with a with a silhouette <laughs> of a guy. The met the the aviators and the and the mustache. So, uh, Wink is legitimately, uh, oh, yeah. he, he's he's sit there and handled his role because he went from trying to be a starter to being somebody fantastic in the bullpen, and I love him. Uh, we talked about our pitching staff, the band getting the band back together, but Trevor Story came back. And well, there was a battle that happened, and the best man won. And the sad part is, is like I was a huge Yu Chang fan, but Reyes with that walk off uh, was a grand slam. Yeah. He had the the dive, like the jumping, leaping, you know, catch Which, the yeah. dive, like. There was there was absolutely nothing Yu Chang could have done. No, and, and here's here's the thing with Reyes. Okay, again, it sounds like a broken record when I talk about these things, but not a low risk, high reward pickup, mm-hmm. low money pickup. You know, by the Red Sox. Look at it from his perspective. He goes from the Oakland A's, mm-hmm. soon to be the Las Vegas A's, to the Red Sox. An organization that's looking to try to lose as many games as they can to the Red Sox that are desperate trying to win something. You know, I, I mean, it's kind of like going from the outhouse to the penthouse, right? Exactly. No. Okay. He thinks he's landed in heaven. Oh my God, I get to play for a team that really wants to win, you know? And he wasn't doing anything with that much in AAA. He's a classic dirt dog, okay? You know, every time he plays, he gets his uniform dirty, right? That, you know, uh, advancing. You know, on, on the base pass last night, he did that. Okay, um, he's diving to make plays. He does. He does everything. Um, I, you know, one of the things that, that I think it, that has happened, I, I don't think you can lose sight of the fact is that before he won the IL, he kind of showed a little bit of promise on both sides. You know, offense and defense. But he won on the IL, and he on his on his return, they had him. You know, in Double A AA and Triple A, and it seemed to reinstill his confidence a little bit. You know, because they had him playing second base, shortstop, third base, and center field. And he showed he could handle it all. Okay. Unfazed, did what they wanted him to do, did it with a smile on his face. You know, just what you want a kid to that age, you know, that you know, that 
the kind of talent to do. And that made Royal Chang and Kike expendable. You know, and, and no, no moment seems too big for him. I mean, the night of the Grand Slam, he just went up there and took care of business. And, you know, he was like a little kid going around the bases. I mean, he realized the magnitude of what he did. But he plays a steady brand of baseball. He can run. He's aggressive on the base paths. Average to slightly above average defender. And right now, he's a good, he's a good solution for second base. And you know what? He's a little bit of a spark plug as well. Um, you know? A great find, uh, win, good winning teams find guys like this, you know, that maybe haven't shown a lot, but you know, you, 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 you want to take a flyer and go, you know, I think this kid in the right conditions could do this. Well, I, I think in this case, Pablo Reyes is that guy. So yeah, he's done an awful lot in the, in, in yeah. the time that he's been here. Yeah, it, t- it took time a little bit to find uh, a, a suitable infielder that can work for you, Chang, it, it just, it, the time that Reyes started getting on hot was just the exact same time that it was story time and yeah. Trevor story came back and, you know, you Chang was just the odd person out. It, it wasn't nothing. Cause when he made contact with the ball, it went, uh, his defense was great. I yeah. just wish that, during the time when we had the Kike experiment at shortstop that they would have let Chang take over at shortstop to get him more into a groove to show off a lot more of what he can do. Yeah. But you know, Chang was also hurt and that he had the handball mm-hmm. problem. Um, I mean, I feel bad for Chang, you know, he has a, he had a stellar opening round of the WBC, right? Mm-hmm. National hero comes out. Gets to camp a little bit late, you know, it's on the opening day roster, does a couple of good things, gets hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Then he comes back. He's, you know, obviously a much better defensive shortstop than Kike will ever be. But, you know, it's all or nothing with him. He tries to swing for the fences when at times what he should do is be a good contact hitter. And, you know, his, whatever his batting average was when he, when he left, like 186 or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, he behaved like a, somebody that's hitting below the Mendoza line, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I loved his shorts. I, I loved how he played, you know, defense. You know, he was he did it. He was professional. He did it. You know, um, I think the numbers just proved out. And, you know, I feel bad for him. But, you know, he took his assignment. You know, he you know he cleared waivers and, you know, he's he's down in AAA. And, um mm-hmm. Oh, and, and that triple A team, good lord. Oh lord, is that loaded? Oh if you if you look like uh the player of the week, Willyar Abreu. Oh baby. He hit three home runs the the other night in the same game. Uh it's triple A play international league player of the week. Five ninety seven, I mean five ninety one batting average, six home runs, sixteen RBIs. 13 hits, 33 total bases, and a 2.125 OPS for a week. For a week from August 8th to August 13th. You know, it it begs the question whether or not, you know, you look towards next year. And, you know, I think we both want to see Sedane Raffaello up there. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, if they decide to do something – 
you know, uh, with Verdugo or, you know, make some changes. I, I, I could definitely, I, I could definitely see him playing right field, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, see how see how he adjusts. I mean, you know, I, it, right now he looks to be the the best steal of the Vasquez trade. Uh, even though I like that. Yep, everybody thought Valdez was the was the big piece, and Abreu's like, whoa, don't forget about me. And to go off of what you're what you're saying about Verdugo, I'm I love Verdugo, but if they decide to move on with him. And they could possibly move on from Duvall, too. He was only a, a one-year deal. Right. You know, uh, you have Abreu that could come up. Uh, Raffaello could come up. Like, they have other options. They right do. now, Wilgar Abreu is making a statement of when September call-ups come up, yeah. now you can't overlook me. Yeah, the rules have changed a little bit. You can't like flood the bench like you used to be able to. But what you can bring up what four or five players or something along those lines. Yeah, I, I think they expand the roster to 28? 28 would give you two extra players. You yeah, get a 26 I, man roster. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, in the old days, I mean, they, they, you know, you'd see the 40 man roster there, and you know, you you need a double decker bus in the bull in the uh, the dugout, but uh, you know. No, he'd definitely be a call-up. Uh, yeah, as well as Rafaela for a different reason. Rafaela for defensive purposes and and more speed on the bases. Yep, two extra players. Two extra players. Okay, up, they they can call up any two players. Uh, that's our members of the forty-man roster for the month. Okay. Right. Wait. Yeah. The hard cap at 28 is an important distinction for September of old. Previously, oh, now I got to read this now. That is no longer the case, though. Even a boost of two extra players should be helpful for the stretch run. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but yeah. here's the thing. Like they can get called up, but when the, when does the Triple A championship come? Like, because the Woo Sox are right there in it. Right. Uh, when's this season end? Hang on, I got the schedule here. Yeah. So uh, you know, we got to look at it right then. Like, wait a minute. Could the Red Sox what want to call up these players, but they might not be able to because they might be in a championship run right away. Ooh, the regular season ends in AAA on Sunday, at least for the Woo Sox, because they're at Lehigh Valley mm-hmm. on September twenty fourth. Okay, well, that you know, that they, they if they're in the middle of a run, they're gonna have to pick. But then again, Bobby Dahlbeck's down there. Like, are you gonna let? Are we just gonna let him down there to, to help carry the team? You know, what pitcher are they? You know, because you, you yeah. can't sit there and tell me that they're gonna just bring two hitters up. It's got you would think they gotta bring a pitcher in to help with, help with the bullpen, but. It's almost what two weeks away, two and a half weeks away. Right. You know, if Sale, uh, Halk, and Whitlock are healthy, may, maybe you know we don't need that extra pitcher on there. But it, it, so they can bring him up. I mean, you know, they can also mm-hmm. send him down. I mean, 
So, you know, there is that. Uh, I think it depends, like I said, I think it depends on where the big club is. The big club is mm -hmm. more important than, it would be great if, Worcester, you know, if your minor league teams could make the playoffs, uh, but it's more, you know, your, your purpose of being the minor leagues is to help the big club. So yeah, I, I can honestly see where they would maybe sacrifice a run at a championship in AAA uh, if they felt as though they had one or two guys that would be, you know, help augment, you know, the offense, you know, if needed, or as a pitching, you know, if they, they make that value or one on one, you know, give me a picture yeah. on the hitter. Well, so. sit there and, and, and look at it. Uh, Greenville, their yeah. single A team, that they, they get a playoff spot because of the first, they were the first half championship team. Correct. So th they're, that's that's great like that's their minor league teams are doing wonderful job uh where's portland at portland is Portland's right. in second right Portland's 20, in second. They, yeah and and you know they they missed uh being the first half champion by a couple of games mm -hmm. they kind of had a tough run they're only two games out of the first place you know the, the yankees Somerset team is two games in front of them. They got Binghamton crawling up their backs and Reading crawling up their backs and, and Hartford. And of course, New Hampshire's not that far out. No, they are really. But yeah, I mean, they're they're playing 500 ball. Um, they've had a lot of changes going on. Um, you know, if they get hot right now, you know, they, they could easily overtake Somerset and, you know, if they win the Eastern League second half, you know, they play Somerset you know, in the first round of the playoffs. So I don't know. Um, it's interesting. You know, I'd like to see them do something. You know, I think it's important for the young players to experience winning, you know, even if it is in the minors, you know, the, even a division or, you know, if they win the league championship, it's important for them to understand what, it, what being on a winning club is like, you know. Yeah, and, so, and the Woo Sox overall, they're in first place. But Lehigh Valley is only a half game out, and they finish the se season against them. Correct. So that's going to be really fun to sit there and watch how it all turns out for them because the Woo Sox, just like the Red Sox, Red Sox finished the season against the Baltimore Orioles. So mm -hmm. they, they've got it as Baltimore. If, if Baltimore is ahead far enough, do they do they rest their players? You know some of their some of their pitching. Like what kind of mind mindset? Like right now they're two and a half up on Tampa. Tampa lost what three of their starting pitchers this season so far. Yeah, they they, they got hit with the injury bug, and then whatever the heck is going on with Wanda Franco, you know, um, you know if he ends up. He's on the he's on the what the reserve list or whatever it's called the, the restricted list yeah restricted list right now you know however that plays out you know if they if he can't play the rest of the year that's going to put them in a world of hurt right um, you know they said they, they came out like gangbusters in the beginning of the season swatting everything over the fence uh, mm -hmm. and you know they've they've cooled off now they've lost some pitching um, you know I think. Their, traject their trajectory is, you know, at best is tread water. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and worst, I can see them start losing ground to Toronto and the Red Sox. Um, but you know, time time will tell. Yeah, and it's it's really it's it's hard to sit there and say what a team's gonna gonna do, like. Mm-hmm. But right now we're ten and a half back. We are uh, wild card spot as of now. We're three back, and right. Seattle's hot. Uh, but the people in front of us, those are the ones that we play. The rest. Houston, yeah. Toronto, like we're playing them. Yeah, so, the only ones we don't, the only place we don't people we don't touch is Seattle. Yeah, and we had an opportunity to do things out there and didn't take advantage of it. Yeah, well, there's we just can't win on the West Coast. It, well, yeah. I don't know why. Like, it's it's just crazy every year, and then next year we start off all over again, don't we? Out in the West Coast, I think so. I believe so. It's it's one of those odd years where you're as far as far away as you can be. Is it, yeah. is it San Francisco? Does they open up in San Francisco next year? I don't know. I gotta take a look at that. Yeah, but, I'm not really 100 percent sure, but it's it's crazy. Uh, right now we're we're you know live recording this. We're down one nothing. Mm-hmm. So. But man, it's just, I remember, what was it? 2021? Where, when we played the Nationals last three games, we had to win. We had to win. Uh, I was there for game one of that series. Oh, really? And, yeah. Yeah. And, and Devers was just, Devers carried us throughout that series. And man, it's just, it, it, it was it was a special moment because it was ridiculous. Like no one thought we were going to win out, you know. No. And it, it, we got hot, you know. Uh, and then all it took was that one bad bad call in, in the uh, in the playoffs, and we started going downhill. But uh, speaking of bad calls, oh. George, uh, let me take a guess. Do you see that Turner one? I, I I watched that. Uh, we just come back from dinner, and I had the game on. Uh, and Deb saw it too. And the two of us looked at each other and went, "What? Six, seven inches off the plate?" And you know, to to turn his credit, you know, he mm-hmm. could have gone absolutely ballistic. And I think AC was probably waiting for a chance to go out and you know go hyperspace on him. You know, but, you know, he didn't, but he kind of made his point known. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, you know, I, 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 I kind of touched on that a little bit in an article I, I had penned up, ready to rock while I was away, uh, about the fact that in the minor leagues, they're working on the, you know, the electric strike zone. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, my God, that was so far out. You know, and the other thing is I'm seeing, and I called out in my article, I said, you know, there's a lot of stuff low and away that's getting called a strike. You know, not so much at the top of the zone, but the bottom of the zone, there's stuff on the bottom of the zone that's easily four inches off the plate. And, you know, it's, it's getting called a strike. Um, I'm not so sure. I, I, I like electronic strike zones. 
but you know, come up with a reasonable challenge thing, and I might be in favor of it. However, we also broke another record last night with the catcher's interference. Mm-hmm. Now you were former catcher. Crazy. Yeah, you, know, you used to catch, right? I mean, you know, in the old days they teach you stay far back so you don't get hit by the bat. Well, now it's just the opposite because the stat geeks have decided that, you know, if it's, the closer you get, the better you are at framing pitches, and we are going to grade you on framing pitches to determine your effectiveness as a catcher. Well, you know, last night our own backup catcher, Reese McGuire, was the, was the 75th person to reach uh, on a catcher's interference call, Okay. It's easily going to go over 100, okay? And the old record was 74 set back in 1974, almost 50 years ago. My goodness. Like, this is just – it's getting out of hand, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I loved what our man Will uh, Will Middlebrook said. Here, I, I want to share it, George, so, so you can read it. So right here, Alex Spear posted – Turner got rung up on a full count breaking ball that was probably six inches outside. He had a brief exchange with home plate umpire Bruce Dreckman. Will Meadowbrook sit there and sit, bam, right back. If that's six inches, I'm in the wrong business. Like I, I saw that, that was, last night and I almost fell off my chair. And, 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 and here, here, we'll sit there and play it full screen. Oh, did you see? Did you see? Did you see what Turner's wife wrote? No, I did not. Oh, look that one up. Here, here, we're going to play this again. Above it, knee. This, this is. Three, two, and a delay call, but strike three. The look on Turner's face. <laughs> you see, look at Story. Look at Story. He was like, yeah. Look at, look at AC there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> AC's, I think AC was waiting for Turner to go a little bit off, and he was going to go out and look, you know, and, and just explode a little bit. And but the man, fact is, Dragon's not a bad umpire, but my goodness, what a horrible call! Yeah, it's like oh, I understand. Okay, we, we want to get the game, you know, wrapped up. You know, I, I've seen umpires do that a lot in the ninth inning. You know, oh, yeah. okay, we, we, we want to get the game on and over with. But that's not the right thing to do, you know. Yeah. And and and, it, and if the umpire sits there and you know doesn't think that that was a strike, like legitimately, his wife must be so happy with him by saying that was a strike and that was six inches off the plate, because he's been lying to her all his life. Uh, yeah, look up um, look up what Courtney Turner had to say. Um, but it was the whole. It was one of the more horrible calls you'll ever see. You uh, are, are you talking? Are you talking about right down the dick? You got it, Courtney Turner, right here, right yeah. down the dick. Will Middlebrooks skulls. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, yeah, I, I, you know, it's like that little the little league umpire who calls a 
who calls a strike when the ball is six inches over this little this little midget ten year old, right? That can mm-hmm. barely hold the bat in his hands. You know. Yeah. But um, uh, I know a bat that I can hold in my hand, George. What's that? Oh yeah. Hey, um, dugout there you mugs. Go. There you go. Get yours today. Use our code to order your dugout mugs. Uh, this is the Boston Red Sox logo one. Uh, my man DC and the pesky party girls, they love their knob shots, but you got to head on over to dugout mugs and get yours a day. There you go. So, speaking of drinking out of things, George, you ordered a little something from us and have you got a chance to use any yet? I did have a chance to use the shot glasses. Uh, they're very, they're, they're very good ones. Uh, I, I like them a lot. Uh, haven't had a chance to do the beer yet, uh, but you know, I just got home, so give me, give me a day. I'll, I'll work it out. Uh, but yeah, I, they're, they're, they look awesome, um, and they're, like I said, I posted a picture, you know, yeah. sitting on top of my bar, and um, you know, I showed them to a couple of people who've you know come to the house and like, hey, those are cool. I said, well, if you want one, let me know, and I can tell you where to get it. So, mm-hmm. um, they, just possibility of those becoming Christmas gifts in my household. So, oh well, hey, we got the the pesky part, uh, the pesky party girl wine glasses, the stemless and the stemmed ones. We got the pesky podcast shot glasses, beer mugs. Yeah. Uh, hey, and and then we've got a a gift basket package. You can get yes. one of each, you know, for the low, low price of $25. That's right. So, a, but no. A, a, very, very nice, a very, very nice option. Yeah. So, uh, man, I, I sit there and I love, you know, when people message us and order the stuff and then when they post this, their pictures because it's like it shows accomplishment of how far – uh, DC and myself have come from the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. we've got you, uh, we've got you to come on with us and, and join us. Uh, we've got somebody new. I don't want to make the announcement until they're available on Sunday. Uh, that's going to be joining us and she's going to be taking over uh, all of our uh, marketing. She'll be ta- helping take over all of the uh, t-shirt designs that my mind keeps pumping out. Uh, so yeah, uh, she's, she's, and, and she's also, she's a writer also. So I'm, I'm glad to get, you know, the older version, like the old school version with you, George, and then the younger version of this person, you know? No, I, I, I think it's great. Uh, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I am familiar with their work. Uh, I think it's an outstanding addition to the team. Yeah. And, um, I, the, it's absolutely she, uh, right. So. They've, they've been, we've been going back and forth. Uh, she receives probably two text messages a day from T for t-shirt ideas. And they're, and, and, and they're like, love them. And let's see here. One, 
Ooh. I just sent this, I sent this one at 929 last night. And Martin and Martin we trust. Oh <laughs> uh, man. I, I I I better not even I better not put up put all these out here just because we got people that could sit, possibly use them. Uh, yeah. but no, uh we're we're gonna be releasing hopefully by the end of the weekend, uh Sunday when we do our podcast. Uh we're gonna be releasing uh series two of our shirts that you guys voted on. So uh we're already working on series three and four. So these are t-shirts that yep. you're not going to want to miss miss to get out on. So, but yep. George, any final thoughts? Uh, any any final uh, players you want to you want to throw a shout out uh, that have really been ca- catching your eye? Um, yeah, not too many a-, a player, but it's the lineup in general. Um, whose story? Duval and Turner in the lineup. You get three right-handed hitters that have some power. Okay, that automatically balances out what most of the season was a left-heavy power-hitting lineup. Okay, this is going to make the team a lot more dangerous down the stretch. Okay, because you can't go with pitching matchups. Look, we've talked about a hundred times. Left-heavy, we're you know you you can you can game that. Um, the other thing to remember, and I think going down the stretches, I don't think we, I, I think Duvall's going about ready to go off in one of his stretches again. Uh, you know, he's demonstrated that when he gets more than 400 at bats, he starts, he starts doing some really serious things in the power numbers. You know, he was out for a couple of months. He's starting to get back. He's, you know, you saw it the other night. He put a hurt on that baseball. Okay. Uh, pitch. Boom. yeah. Yeah. See you later. Um, I can see him suddenly getting as torrid hot as he was the first couple of weeks of the season, you know, which, which would be good. And you know what? He plays, he plays all three, he can play all three outfield positions. Um, but yeah, the, the, the ability to have story and Duval and Turner in the lineup makes you exponentially better because you put the opposing team in a tough and like, oh, what poison do I pick if I'm going to go after a guy? You know, mm-hmm. you can't just you can't just go after Rafi. You can't just go after Yoshida. You can't just go after, you know, Doogie or Casas or anybody. You know, you got to. It's like, you know, somebody in that group is going to hurt you. So you have to figure out what what's going on. So they say, you know, we talked about it. this is the lineup we've been waiting for, and you know, we're starting to see it. And they scored five runs back to back and back to back games. Yay, team! You know, because it was yeah. on all or nothing. You know, we we'd score ten runs and then you go three games and you can barely score two. So you know, this is you know the consistent hitting, which is yeah, this is it. So yeah, Duval, I think is about ready to go off. Um, but yeah, I think the lineup in general is that's going to be that's going to be the real, no pun intended, story. Uh, as the, you know, as, as we come down the stretch. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, we're finally getting to see what Heim put together at the beginning of the season. Yep. Nobody, nobody stood there and thought we were going to be anywhere near where we are. And we're three games behind the wild card spot. 
with the amount of injuries that we've had. Yep. Wait till wait till we start playing playing ball and getting every everybody on the same page. You know, Jaron Duran, Turner, uh, Story, you know, Devers, Casas. Like now, now you have to start worrying about the the seven, eight, nine hitters. Correct. You know? Uh, McGuire, he went off last night with a couple yeah. hits. You know, Reyes is back there. Like, you, you can't sit there and you Duvall, Verdugo. You you got to worry about the whole lineup now. You can't just right. work. We can't work around hitters no more. And with Story coming back, that gives you another uh, power bat in that lineup. Mm-hmm. And I love with Trevor Story when he sits there and says he loved how Jaron Duran has been doing what he's been doing because it makes him want to be better. So those yeah. two, you know, are going to be battling back and forth. You know, well, oh, it, it, you, you hit a double. I can hit a double too. You know, you, you sit there and get an RBI. I get two. People forget how fast story is. You know, uh-huh. you know I'd like to see a foot race between him and, and Duran. Mm-hmm. I think Duran would win, but, but it would be close. I mean, if it gets story, can fly. Yeah. You know, and then let's get Raffaello up here in September and then, you know, get the status pistol off and see how that turns out. Ah, I, I still got my money on, on my man, uh, David Hamilton, though. David. Well, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be something, huh? Yeah. I, I seen somewhere on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, but from home to home, 14.4 seconds. Oof. And I can't remember Ooh. who it was, but Yikes. George, thanks for sitting there and uh, and stopping by today and helping us out. And guys, no make sure you check us out on all major platforms. Head on over to our YouTube channel, uh, subscribe, follow us. Uh, we're we're over 1,500 followers on Twitter's. I'm really impressed on that. Uh, a lot of great friends, a lot of great people, and we're just your one-stop sock shop. So, guys, thanks for stopping by the Pesky Podcast. He is George. I am the Rit. Until next time, thanks for coming on the Pesky Podcast. <laughs>